Good morning, James. How are you this morning? Fabulous. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So uh, this morning, you reached out to me and said, hey, look, I got somebody that's got to get on this podcast. You got to have. Be- best sales lady in, uh, in, on, the, on this, side of, this side of the Mississippi. So let's, right. let's, see what, let's see what you got. Go ahead and do all your right. introduction, pal. So uh, before I do, because I like to just make everybody have all this anticipation. So, um, man, I'm in a great mood. I'm fired up this morning because I have so many problems on my desk right now. <laughs> It was either like laugh or cry, so I chose to just mainline some some uh, some caffeine, and I'm bouncing off the walls over here. Like I can't really contain my excitement. But anyway, usually do uh, it. Yeah. So uh, we have today a very good friend of mine, uh, Marissa Moore. Marissa is an Allstate agency in McDonough, and uh, you know she's just she's a scrapper like none other. So good morning, Marissa. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So first thing I want to tell you, she's humble. So she's not going to take that compliment I gave her. No, this embarrassing. Come on. But now. look, as, as an agent to another agent, I what got me is when I went over to your new office <laughs> and I was saying, hey, and before I got out of there, she almost had me convinced to just let me, she, she was just like, let me just look at your stuff. Let me just quote it out. I, I have my own agency. Almost though, I wasn't good enough. So if I was yeah. good enough, as you say, your account yeah. would be sitting over here at Allstate right now. Yeah, but like it wouldn't have mattered if it was free. I couldn't move it. But the point was like <laughs> for a second, like I almost like, I mean, what is the harm if she looks at it? What's the big deal? She what is the big my, deal, right? Yeah, and I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. So like she's gone. Um, I had you double thinking. Yeah, so- Anyways, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, pretty boring, honestly. I got started in sales at a young age and didn't even realize it. I I started out at Chick-fil-A, Stockbridge, Dwarf House. And I think that that's where my skills really formed because I just realized then that how much I liked people. Mm-hmm. I realized just I was really good interacting with them. I liked it. They stuck me over in the marketing department. And I, I, I was... I was, I was fabulous. I hate to say it, but I was, I enjoyed it. When you love what you do, when you love talking to people, it shows. So I, I feel like moving over to insurance was just a no brainer. It, it correlates hand in hand. People are hungry. They're grumpy. Mm-hmm. You get to somebody with a claim, they're grumpy. So you just kind of figure out how to deal with people. And if you like them and you got a good heart, can't go wrong, even if they're mad. If you're doing the yep. right thing, making the right decisions, and and they feel like you're on your their side, which you are, you know, it, it it always goes well. It's uncomfortable at times, but you can always make a a good situation out of it. So that's how I got started. I've cool. been doing. I got licensed back in 2003, and and every day is a new day. You wake up, you got something new, and I love it. I did not. So I got licensed in 2003. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I started out at a local company here, McGarity Insurance. Um, okay. I, I started out as a, what they would be considered a receptionist. I, I think I was 21 years old. I didn't even, I, come on now. I could barely type on the computer. But, <laughs> so it was a little uncomfortable, but you know, you're young, you, you, you've got room to grow and 
man, they, they took me over there and there's, I think they saw pretty quickly. Yeah. She needs to come out from underneath that desk. She needs to mm-hmm. be doing more hands-on. And I was licensed within six months of working there and they moved me to a new role. And I just, I saw more, I wanted more, you know, I've always mm-hmm. wanted more and I put things together differently than most people do. My brain is never turning off. I figure out how to make it happen and I like it. It's strange. Yeah. Yep. But that, that, that's a huge piece in, in being in sales and being, being in sales and the difference between being really, really good at sales is having that ability to one, solve the problem, come at mm-hmm. it with a good attitude, and then be able to go above and beyond with what you're trying to do and always yeah. wanting more. Well, you know, this is what I tell my girls <clears throat> here at, at my agency, and I, it's something that I preach. Don't be a used car salesman. It's gross. It's scummy. People can read that a mile away. Just get out. Get out. If that's how you're going to sell to somebody, you're going to, to me, you're not going to thrive. You're going to thrive when you're authentic and you're genuine. That's going to be your biggest, biggest asset for your entire career. So if if anybody's listening to this and they want to do sales or they're thinking about it, yeah, it's a grind. But if you're authentic, you're genuine, you'll go far. That will take you very far. You can learn the skill. That's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say what what motivated me when I got into you know a true sales position um, was that you know I could put in additional effort. I could learn new abilities, new ways to communicate with people, new ways to help people. Mm -hmm. Authentic, all of that. But like, if I did that better, then I would be rewarded for that. There was a direct correlation between how good could I take care of somebody um, and me being able to achieve more. And yeah. that's what, I mean, I immediately, I was glued to it as soon as I realized that. Yeah. I feel like it's an aha moment when you realize, you know, cause I know before I got into sales, I didn't even really realize I was selling at Chick-fil-A. I was selling myself, right? Cause basically mm. when people buy something, they buy a house, they buy a car, they buy insurance, they're buying you. They're buying that experience as an emotional purchase. And I just, I just feel like that's just something that you need. You need it. You've got to be authentic. And I think yeah. that once, once you hit that, it's your aha moment and you'll thrive. Yeah. And you'll catch your niche. You'll catch, you'll catch the people that, that you vibe with at the end yes. of the day. And that's, that's, that's where, that's where it really blossoms. Like you're being yeah, exactly. authentic, you're making the moves and then you, you, you start finding like, Hey, this group mm-hmm. of people here is what I resonate with. And this is what I yes. enjoy. And that grows. Well, I also noticed if, if, sometimes in, 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 in any industry that you're in, you can be dealing with a client and they don't like what you're saying. They do not agree, but you know what, if they respect you because they realize you are being authentic and your true self, they will respect that opinion. They will take it in and they will go with it. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, their, their guard comes down. They're, they don't always like what you say for sure. Yeah but you can yeah. help them understand. And it's a much better conversation. It's sometimes it's uncomfortable, but it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care what, what it is you have, what it is you think you do as a profession or personal life or a passion or any of that. I mean, you could, you could donate all your time to be in whatever nonprofit, any of that, but you know, people look at it like sales is some people look at it as like, well, sales is something we have to do, but 
everything revolves around that. 100%. And the cell is that engaging conversation and, and working through, you know, and, and making that connection. So Agree. It, it, you could have the best product in the world. You could have the best mission in the world. But if you can't communicate that, you're, that you're, you're dead in the water. Yeah. You're yeah. dead in the water. Yeah. People have to, they, they, they have to see what's, what's genuine about you. What's, what's authentic. I, you know, if they don't see that they move on to the next person, what, what are they going to remember about you? You know, I would tell my clients, you know, when they would come over for a quote, look, even if I don't write you, let me look at your stuff. Have you ever had a review? Has anybody ever t- taken the time to explain that to you? Well, no. Well, let me do it for you. Let me help. Yeah. Don't don't feel obligated to, to to buy this insurance. That's not the point. The point is, yeah. is you're educated and you take this and you move on. And one day, if they don't move their account today, they will come back to you. They will always remember you. I, mm-hmm. It's It's happened to me for 20 years. People have come mm-hmm. back to me. Yeah. I said, hey, you remember that time you did blah, blah, blah? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Because of that, I knew I needed blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what do you um or what I was gonna say is one of the things that I think that you that I've noticed when I see good salespeople, like it <clears throat> I immediately pay attention. I think there's one thing I, one of the things I lack that I very much like about your style that I've noticed, Marissa, is that you are very good about like, if you have something good, you explain why it's good or like, Hey, I think this would be right. But you do not hesitate to say like, and I like, I really want to do business with you. I really want to do this with you. Like, let me take care of this for you. Like I've never been good about that. And it's not that I think I'm above that. I just like, I don't, I know a lot of salespeople who don't do that. And there's very few people that I've seen. Uh, I've seen you do it really well. Julie Conklin. I don't know if you know Julie Conklin. I worked with her. Yeah. Yeah. Great at commercial. She used to do that really good. She could sell people out of back in the day when we used to flip the phone book, man. (laughs) She could sell it like that. Mikey Lane used to talk about her doing that. Digging out my phone book. She could flip a phone book. And then, but I remember like if she had something right. And then she would, before she would finish, she would say, I like, I really like this. I really want you to do this. I want to do business with you. See, and there's something about that emotional side to it. it well, works. I have a problem because I want to do business with everybody. <laughs> well, I want, I want everybody to, to want to do business with me because yeah. when I interact with you, it energizes me, right? I love to mm-hmm. deal with other people that are in my profession that I look up to, right? I think, oh, you mm-hmm. know, they're doing really good you know, something that, that you're really good at is you're good at all this electronic stuff, right? You're good Mm -hmm. at the back end. You're good at the reports and these horrible checks and balances, you know, Mm -hmm. I stink at that. So you're calling me a nerd is what you're doing. I mean, I I think you're incredibly smart and you're incredibly (laughs) talented and it's just something that I lack, you know? So I, I feel like, you know, the day that, in any profession that you don't want to learn anymore, get out, get out. The day you don't go to work and learn something and want to learn something and enjoy it. Time to go. Time to go. It it is easy though. I mean, as and I've had this conversation many times, it's easy to rest on your laurels when the converse, I mean, when, when things get good, you know, like when it's a good moment, things are crazy long. You're like, man, I can finally let off the gas or just kind of chill. Yeah. I mean, Addison, how many times we talked about that? Multiple times. And I mean, I see it in, in real estate 
so much. It's like, you know, you close something, you make 10 grand and then you're good for the next four months in a lot of people's eyes. And they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to coast it out. And then yeah. that, that roller coaster of sales mm-hmm. is always there. Yeah. And then being able to get to that point where it's, you know, exactly what you said, be willing to, to learn, be willing to come in every single day and just put in the effort. And then that, that roller coaster of sales becomes a steady incline over time. Yeah. I look at it. I look at it like that. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about this before, but it's always stuck with me as Ed Milet talks about your, your internal thermostat, you yep. know, no matter how good or how bad things get, you have this internal thermostat. So if it gets too low, you're going to crank it up to get you back where you're comfortable. And if things get too good, you ease off and it backs back down. It always goes back. So you have to focus on that internal thermostat of how you're cranking things up. So when you hit something, you turn it up a little bit more. Then you turn it up a little bit more, you know, and you you gradually increase this thing. So when you're doing good, you're not going, that's energizing you to keep pushing it and moving forward. Because uh, if not, you're, I mean, you're going to pull back. You've done all that work for nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so I want to switch it up on you, Marissa. So uh, a large amount of our audience is female. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, so it's always great when we have a female guest. Mm-hmm. And I believe, but this is from a male perspective, I think okay. women are more are better positioned to be better at sales than men. What's your thoughts on that? I think that is a hogwash garbage. You <laughs> garbage. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have this conversation with a really good friend of mine who's also in sales. Mm-hmm. And I think that the sales industry is male driven. I that I have the complete opposite opinion of you it's you know if you're a female and you you have a strong personality if you have that that go go get attitude if you're if you're doing well it's because somebody helped you get there there is no way that you can get to a good place and thrive and be successful if some man didn't put you in that spot and I that is something my entire career that I have I have struggled with it, 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 this is a male and driven industry. You know, when I worked at that local insurance company and I asked them to go be a salesperson, do you know what they pretty much told me? No, because you're a female. I said, okay, well, I'll show you. And then 20 years later, I'm owning my own agency. Mm. So my, my point to you is that's so false. From a female standpoint, it couldn't be more untrue of how you think, because we have to work twice as hard. You know, when I worked for a male agency owner prior to this, that I was running the office for 10 years. I did every operation. I was operation. I did all the sales. I ran hiring, firing, you know, bought the, the, the trash cans. I I did everything. Okay. I knew everything about everything. You have to be 10 times better than the male. Somebody would call in upset. They didn't care that I was the agency manager. They didn't care that I was there every day. All they cared about is they want to talk to that man's name that was on the door, even though he was nowhere to be seen. He was nowhere to be seen. He had no idea about their account. He didn't deal with the day-to-day. They wanted to deal with the man. That's interesting. Yes, yes. That's super interesting. 
So that, I guess the, the next question would lead into that. So what advice would you have for, you know, because we do have, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of females that do, do listen to the podcast and that are, are, are part of this. Um, what, what advice would you have for? Know your worth. Know your worth. Know your worth. Girl, you got there on your own. You, you know, I feel like in our industry, we have to be smarter. We have to know every guideline, the whys, the hows. A man can come into the office, sit down at his desk, have a client come in, not know the answer to what the client needs. He calls you and asks you, you go give him the answer. And then it's, he doesn't have to learn. That's how I always felt. I had to be better. I had to be 10 steps ahead to get any respect. So it's. So I don't want to change the the view on this because I like this. I like this a lot. I felt like I had to hustle when I started because of my age, because I was so young. 100%. It gave, me, it gave me a lot of push. But so, but drawing that back, I think this is good. I'm not trying to change the subject, but like I'm looking at it from the perspective of connecting with people. Like, I feel like females are are quicker to try to connect with somebody they don't know. I feel like they do a better job of that. I I, I feel like a female has to be 10 steps ahead of a male. Oh, hey, I, I, you know, I feel like we kind of have to read the room. You know, if you yeah. walk into a, a, I used to have to walk into mortgage companies when I started, you know, you know, yeah. the name of the game, right? You know, you yeah. have to walk in if you if you are an attractive young female and you walk into an office full of females, what do you think is going to happen? Hey girl, how you been? No, no, no. It's, what does she want? Okay. If you're an attractive young male and you walk into an office full of females, what are you going to get? You're going to get a, a nice warm welcome. You know, if you're a female walking in there, you know, they're looking at you like, what are you doing here? What do you want from me? I do believe you, females are more vicious. Um, like like they, they can be more vicious. Well, to, I think that it's in their embedded in their their brains somehow that you mm -hmm. know some some people just you know they have their guard up and they're not yeah. mean people. They just you know they just feel like attacked because of you know the way society and workplaces. I feel like women don't get enough respect. Well, really so don't. I mean, I guess it's a fair point. I guess I'd say. You know, I feel like they can be more vicious. Just hey, they probably just get, are more guarded. Just yeah, they're care. a lot more guarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you get a an office full of females, and it's it, it can be a little rough. You you put yeah. that male in there, and oh, everybody loves the male, right? Oh, he's mm -hmm. so fun. Yeah, it's it's everybody's in competition with each other, and it's it's really ridiculous, honestly. If you ask me, you just need to come in, do your job, be happy, and you'd mm -hmm. realize life is so much better. So, you know, you say that. So like on the insurance side, Addison, I don't know about the real estate side, but majority of agencies are male-owned. They if are. If you go in any of the offices, majority of the staff is female. Females, I mean, run it. You know what they I mean? They run it. Right. We're, 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 we're boss babes, right? But, yeah. But y'all get all the credit. Hmm. No offense. No offense. There. No, no offense, but this yeah. just, you know, I'm one-sided. I'm not a male. I don't, I can't think like you. I try, but I yeah. just don't. But sometimes no, I, I think love oh, the I would be so much further in life if I was a man, you know, I wouldn't have to mm. know as much, but to get somewhere on your own back, on your own merit, on your own hard work and grind that there's nothing to beat that. 
there's nothing. That, I agree. And so I good. will say definitely, I think being more of an alpha female, I definitely without question can completely see that you better be on your A game all the time because mm -hmm. that is not, you know, a guy can walk in and be a little cocky. I mean, that's run of the mill, right? But a female who walks in is confident, a little cocky, she better be on her shit. Cause somebody's gotta gonna be know. holes in that. Like, ah, yeah, yeah it was they just gonna, a front, they're gonna get you. Know? Yeah, they're gonna get yeah. you and they're gonna break you down. Yeah. So you, you just that's what that's when it comes back to me, in my opinion, to be authentic, to be genuine, mm -hmm. and and to grind. People respect the grind. If you come in and you're working every day and they see it and they know it mm -hmm. and they hear it and you start being rewarded based on the things that you put in place. Mm -hmm. It's a respect like no other. Feels good. But I will say also a lot of purchasing power is now female driven. Households, all that. I mean, do you see that that, you know, I see what you're saying with some of the guys because I've seen it in my own office, a client complaining and then I get on the phone and I don't even fully comprehend the context of the situation. And they're, they're thanking and, you and getting And they're just and... nice to me. You know, yeah. I mean, so like I get that. I, 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 that makes sense. But like, do you see, I mean, the amount of like, you know, purchasing decisions that are female driven now and the, is there, do you think that that's, I think where a lot of times I think, man, females, I think, um, they are quicker to, um, communicate, be more open with each other. And a lot of the decision-making now is female driven. That's where I come in, in the context of saying, I think females have a leg up on that side of sales. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't disagree. I mean, you know, we, I just, I just think that it's, it's a give and take. And I feel like credit, credit, if you want to say credit, I mean, I think it belongs to both. I, yeah. I think that, that both, both bring something so diverse, so unique, and you need to learn how to work together and, you know, you can ping off each other and, and you can yeah. really have just, just a great partnership. You really can. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do. Yeah. When I went through agency, the agency ownership program, they took a bunch of new hires. They put us all in a big bullpen area. And uh, there was one female in there with us. And uh, in the whole group, one, one, one lady in, in the, in the spot we were in, there was just one female um, and Christina, you know, and she was new at it. And I walked in there and I was like, I'm about to beat everybody's asses. Cause I mean, I got eight years experience at this and all that. She's Let me tell you. you She's yeah, <laughs> she smoked all of us. Oh, she smoked awesome. all of us. But that is that is truth. Like she was very confident who she was. But man, she was there was not she wouldn't give an inch anywhere because I think she knew if she gave an inch anywhere like that was it. There was going to be a kink in the armor. And man, she was so good. But truthfully, it motivated all us guys because we awesome. were getting our butts kicked from somebody who was new in the business. And a lot of us had prior experience. And I mean, she was smoking <laughs> us. I'm telling you. Only through being organized, hardworking. That was it. I mean, That's it wasn't it. So, was so, no special so, niche or anything, you know? You know, my opinion on that is she had to work really hard to get that agency on her spot. With, was it nationwide at the time yeah. that you were training yeah. for? Yeah. So she yeah. had to probably work three times as hard to you as, as, as the male to get, to get even considered, you know? Yeah. That's just my opinion. Opinion. She, yeah. it was probably really, but, 
that, that's a that. that's a super interesting just thought process like something that that i you know i never really thought about um but that is a, that's a good concept of thought you know one you know know your shit get it know squared your, up know it yeah so and you know then, like you do real estate right yeah so you know when you when you have real estate questions do you find yourself gravitating to the male or female um uh, go further into that like you know like when you have a question you're filling this out or you want to know the why or the how or the how it works or you know the reasoning behind it do you find yourself gravitating that's a good question um i don't know i i, I don't i i mean i don't know you have a mentor yeah yeah and he, he's, your... a, he's a male he's male okay who was his yeah. mentor? That's male? a good question. Probably. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Did they that's all a, have a... females, females working for them for long extended periods of time, pushing that paperwork through, yeah. doing all that back end hard stuff, learning yeah. all the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We really have to to give credit because I, I just feel I'm not saying that men don't know what they're doing. They obviously know what they're doing, but I just feel like we have to work so much harder. Yeah. But there's there's, I mean, of... Go, go ahead. ahead. No. Good? no, sir. It's too late. I've already yeah. paused. Go ahead. Tag your it. <laughs> you see, this is why it's great having you on because Addison and I are so kind and we agree on so much. You know, you're you're really, you're throwing some stuff in here to today. Um, but I will say to people, I think talent recognizes talent though. Like yes. me, me saying that, and I'm not saying I'm the perfect example of it by no means, but to somebody out there getting after it and keeps just running up against that brick wall, no matter how many times. Don't give like, up. Yeah. Like I, it's respected. Um, don't give up. Keep going. By people who are out there trying to step up their game too. Yeah. You know? Don't, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think that men don't work. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I think, I think there are so many grinders and I have a lot of people that are males in, in sales industry, insurance industry that I look up to that, mm -hmm. I, you know, I remember when I started 20 years ago, that independent agency that I work for, I said, one day I'm going to have my own, mm -hmm. you know? So I, you know, I respect the hard work. Yeah. I think it's great. You know? No, hey, we wanted a different across. perspective today. That's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And, uh, well, and just our, know and that your females out there are going, gosh, I, I can, I can hear that. Like, I, I know what she's saying. We have to be smarter, maybe, work harder. You know, maybe they need to subscribe to the podcast, what they need to do. Um, I, I remember when I, when I worked in, when I worked for an all state agency owner, he was my age. He would come in the office at 10, put his feet on the desk leave at three and I'm still here grinding away and I thought to myself boy I couldn't imagine if I just decided to just show up at three one day or 10 10 o'clock in the morning leave at three that that would never fly never fly with my clients yeah hmm. you know but yeah but that, that comes down to the hustle I mean it comes down to being able to understand where you're at and then be able to take self-awareness of that and say okay well this is what I got to do this is what I'm going to do and just taking taking it as that and just making sure you're doing doing your part to to succeed yeah all right for sure so 
I know we need to wrap it up because you got a big deal you want to go close. Um, before we do, so here, here's my takeaway, and Marissa, I'd like to get yours as well. But to all the ladies that listen to this podcast, if you're hearing that and you agree with it, then I challenge you to go, okay, well, if I think it's bullshit or I don't think it's bullshit, what she just said, or it's fact, and I'll never have a chance. Well, like you never have the- a chance. No, I'm just saying, like, that's the process they're thinking, right? Like, you got to decide, okay, hey, if if the fact is you got to work three times harder, then, like, is it worth it to you? And if that's the case, like, go get some. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. I feel like, you know, too, I feel like my point, we need to do some research before I just throw this out there. But I feel like I read something recently that that a lot of females are still making less than males and doing the same job. I forgot what the percentage was. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it, they're even compensated from what I was reading more. I mean, it might not be leaps and bounds more, but it's still more. Yeah. Still and more. I wonder, I wonder if it's industry driven in the sense of like sales versus actually working like corporate or doing something like that. I wonder right. that would be interesting to see and kind of that, get that, that would be, down. Yeah. I would love to see, um, go find that article that I was reading. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot is suspected out of a a working woman today. You got to make, make just as much or more than your, your spouse or your, your, your partner. You have to take care of the kids. You have to cook the dinner. You got to keep your house clean. I mean, there's a lot expected from us on on a daily basis and we are hard workers. We are hard workers. That's right. That's right. And I don't, I don't think anybody, Anybody that that disagrees with that is clearly not. Um, how do you put it, James? How would you put that? Yeah, I, you know, I just think they're just disengaged. You know what I mean? Right. They have their assumptions. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little not, jealous. Not somebody. That's not the whole point of this podcast, anyway. So I don't think it's anybody. No, this no. Because like I, I the mean... whole point is to be thought provoking. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm a little jealous. I mean, to be honest, of a man. I, sometimes I feel like, oh, they don't have to work as hard. They're not expected to cook that dinner, to clean that house. You know, they're just expected to bring home a paycheck. I think there's a dichotomy there. Yeah, I think there's we, a dichotomy. We can have another hour on this podcast <laughs> with you. I will I will dive all into that. Um, I, I, I would love to. I would love all right. We might have to do a part two on this and really part get it. Part two you know, coming soon. Some fisticuffs <laughs> on some of this stuff. Yeah, give me uh, give me about two weeks and, and we, we'll set up an hour for this. Yeah. That's funny. Y'all are funny. Yeah. Y'all are great. It was great. Cool. Well, guys, well, hey, look, if somebody wanted to, if somebody hears this, like, you know what, she resonates with me. I want to do business with her. I want, I, you know, how, how could they find you? Um, they can just look up my name, Marissa Moore Allstate. I'm local. I'm right here in McDonough off of 2081. M A R E S S A M O O R E. Just put me in Google and it'll pull up my agency and I'd love to meet you. If nothing yeah. else, just come by and say hello. Very yeah. cool. And we'll uh, we'll put all your links below, um, social media wise, website wise, all that kind of stuff. Um, so you'll be able to find that in the, in the uh, description. Addition to that, we want to again thank you, thank you to all of our listeners, thank you to everybody across the world that is listening. It's super cool to see how we've grown. Um, in addition to that, do not forget to check out Jocko Fuel and Origin USA. And when you do get there. And you are, you know, looking through all those wonderful items that are American made. Don't forget to put in the code GRIND10 at checkout. 
that way you can save yourself 10% off. And we all know at the end of the day, 10%. That's a big buck. That's not too shabby. Yeah. So again, thank you guys. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everything that you guys do to support us. And James, grind her out.